Shalom, this is Rabbi Ben Newman. Today is day 336 of my daily Zohar reading. I'll be reading today part one of the Zohar, page 183b in Aramaic and in English. Um, Happy New Year, everybody. Shana Tova. This is uh, my first reading of 5776. I'm going to start by reading a little bit of what I read yesterday, but only in the English. I'm going to read from the top of page 117, Pritzker edition, volume 3, translated by Professor Daniel Matt. Come and see. Since Joseph told his dream to his brothers, they caused it to be postponed, delaying it for 22 years. Rabbi Yossi said, how do we know this? Because it is written, they hated him even more. What does hated him mean? They provoked accusers against him. What is written? He said to them, Listen, please, to this dream that I dreamed. And we're going to pick up there with the Aramaic. It says, Deva'a, Deva'a minayhu, begging them to listen. Deva'a minayhu, the Yishma'unle. Ve'ihu oda lehu hahu chelma, de'il male inun ahafahu le begavna achra, hachi yit kayam. Ve'inun ativu ve'amru, hamaloch timloch alenu im mashol timshol banu, miyad amru le, pishra de chalma, ve'gazru gzera. So, uh, what is written? He said to them, Listen, please, to this dream that I dreamed, begging them to listen. Then he revealed that dream to them. If they had transformed its tone, so it would have been fulfilled. But they responded by saying, Will you really reign over us? Will you really rule us? Suddenly they had told him the interpretation of the dream, enacting a decree. That is why they hated him even more. Footnote 211. If they had transformed its tone, if the brothers had interpreted the dream unfavorably for Joseph, it would have been fulfilled accordingly. However, their spontaneous, hateful response, will you really reign over us, guaranteed that the dream would be actualized precisely that way by Joseph's dominance. By verbally expressing this interpretation, they had sealed both their fate and his. Realizing what they had done to themselves, they hated Joseph all the more. This is a theme that keeps coming up in the Zohar, which is that as you interpret reality to be, that is how reality becomes. Um, as you interpret your dream to be, so your dream becomes. That's how it becomes true. It's an interesting theme. Continue now. Rabbi Chia, Rabbi Yosei, Havu Shechichei Kamei de Rabbi Shimon. Omar Rabbi Chia, Hataninan, Chelma de la It Pashal, Ki Igarta de la It Kriya. I begin de itkayam ve ihu layada o de la itkayam klal. Amarle itkayam vela it yada, de ha ha hu chelma talia ale, ve ihu la it yada, vela yadia, i itkayam i la itkayam, velet lach mila bealma de ad la yete la alma, de lav ihu talia bechelma o al yada. De Charoza, de ha itmar, de hol mila umila ad la yete alma machreze ale berakia, 
ומטמן התפשט בעלמה והתייהיב על ידה דחרוזה וכל הבגין דכתיב כי לא יעשה אדוני אלוהים דבר כי אם גלה סודו אל עבדיו הנביאים וזימנה דנביאים השתככו בעלמה ואילב אף על גב דנבואה לה שריה חכימי עדיפי מנביאים ואי לה מתייחיב בחלמה ואי לאו בציפורי שמיה משתככי מירי והאוקמוה. Rabbi Chia and Rabbi Yosei were walking in the presence of Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Chia said, We have learned a dream uninterpreted is like a letter unread. Is this because it was... Is this because it will be fulfilled without his knowing, or because it won't be fulfilled at all? He replied, It will be fulfilled and unknown, for that dream depends upon it, while being unknown and unknown as to whether it will be fulfilled or not. Nothing in the world, like Schrodinger's cat, nothing in the world before arriving in the world is independent of a dream, or by means of a herald, for, as has been said, every single thing before arriving in the world is heralded in heaven, whence it spreads throughout the world, transmitted by a herald. All because it is written, Surely Yudev Ave Elohim does nothing without revealing his secrets to his servants, the prophets. Amos 3.7, when prophets existed in the world, if they do not, even though prophecy no longer prevails, the wise are preferable to prophets. And if not, it is transmitted in a dream. And if not, words manifest through birds of the sky, as has been established. For note 112, a dream uninterpreted is like a letter unread. See Brachot 55a. This saying is cited in the name of Rabbi Chist, Rav Chista. Here Rabbi Chia wonders what the simile of an unread letter implies, that all the contents of the letter un, are unknown, an event foretold in the letter will still happen, or that unless the letter is read, the event will not happen. For example, if a person writes a letter to a friend inviting him to go somewhere... Correspondingly, for an uninterrupted uh, sorry for an uninterpreted dream, will it still come true without the dreamer's awareness, or will it remain unfulfilled since without interpretation the dream cannot be actualized? Like Schrodinger's cat, that it's not it's both alive and dead until you open it up. Um, perhaps that's the answer. Uh, footnote two thirteen: that dream depends upon it. The dream depends upon its interpretation, and will be fulfilled accordingly, although in this case the interpretation remains unknown. Footnote 214, nothing is independent of a dream. Everything that happens in the world is either prefigured in a dream or announced by a heavenly herald. See Moed Katan 18b in the name of Rabbi Shmuel. Uh, name of Shmuel. Every single day a heavenly echo issues proclaiming the daughter of so-and-so for so-and-so. Footnote 215, the wise are preferable to prophets. Once prophecy ceased, the wise received a type of revelation, and in a sense, they surpassed the prophets. See Baba Batra 12a. Rabbi Avdimi said, Rabbi Avdimi from Haifa said, Since the day when the temple was destroyed, prophecy has been taken from the prophets and given to the wise. Amar said, A wise person is preferable to a prophet. Footnote 216, and if not, if the wise also disappear, then a type of revelation is conveyed through dreams. If dreams do not convey the message, then birds do, through their chirping and motion in flight. Vayelchu echav liot et son avihem bishchem. 
רבי שמעון אמר לראות צאן אביהם מבעלי, מי עת נקוד לאלה, לאסגאה אמהון שכינתה, דאיהי אמהון שריה, בגין דאינון הבו עשרה, דהא יוסף לה הבה אמהון, ובנימין איהו זעיר בביתה. ובגין כך אינון הבו עשרה וחד עזלו הבת שכינתה בניהו ועל דה נקוד מלעילה ובגין כך בזימנה דזבינו ליוסף איש תפור כולהו בהדי שכינתה שטיפו לה בהדיהו כד עבדו אומאה ועד דאיתגליה מילה דיוסף לה שריה שכינתה לדיעקב ואי תמה דשכינתה לה אשתכחת אמהון תאחזי דכתיב ששם עלו שבטים שבטי יה עדות לישראל להודות לשם אדוני כולו צדיקי וחסידי קיומה דכל עלמין, קיומה אינון לעילה ותעתה, פתח ואמר, שמחתי באומרים לי בית אדוני נלך. היי קרא וכמוה, דדוד הבה עם ליבי למבנה ביתה, כמה דעת אמר, ויהי עם לבב דוד אבי לבנות בית לשם אדוני, ולבטה מכתיב, רק אתה לא תבנה הבית, כי אם בנך היוצא מחלציך, הוא יבנה הבית לשמי. וכל ישראל הבו יד עדה, והבו אמרי, אימתי ימות דוד, ויקום שלמה ברי, ויבנה בית. ויבנה ביתה, וכדין עומדות היו רגלינו בשערייך ירושלים. כדין נישק ונקריב תמן קורבנין, ועם כל דה אף על גב דהבו אמרי אימתה ימות סבא דה, כדין שמחתי וחדווה הבה לי בגין ברי, דהבו אמרי דברי יקום תחותי למגמר פיקודה למבנה ביתה, כדין שרי ושבח לה וירושלים הבנויה כעיר שחוברה לה יחדיו. תנן עבד קודשבריך וירושלים לטאטא כגבנה דלעילה ודה מתקנה דה, מתקנה לקבל דה דכתיב מכון לשבטך פעל, פעלת אדוני הבנויה דזמין קודשבריכו לנחתה לה לירושלים מאלה כדקייעות ובגין כך בנ, הבנויה שחוברה לך יחדיו האוקמוה שחוברה שחברו מבעלי אלא דאיתחברת עמה בבברתה והבו כחדה והאוקמוה כמה דאיתמר ששם עלו שבטים אילן אינון קיומא דארמה ותיקונא דארמה ולא תמא דארמה תתא בלכודוי אלא אפילו דארמה אילאה דכתיב שבטי יה עדות לישראל לישראל דייקה 
בגין דאינון קיומא לטאטא, סהדותא אינון לאלה, וכל הלהודות לשם אדוני, להודאה שמי דקודשא בריך הוא בכל סיטרין, דכתיב להודות לשם אדוני. וימצאהו איש, והנה טועה בשדה, וישאלהו האיש לאמור, מה תבקש? His brothers went לראות את צאן אביהם to graze their father's flock at Shechem. Genesis 37.12 Rabbi Shimon said the verse should read לראות צאן אביהם to graze their father's flock. Why et? Dotted above. To amplify the meaning including Shechinah along with them. For she dwelled among them because they were ten since Joseph wasn't with them and Benjamin was a little one at home. So they were ten and when they walked Shechinah accompanied them so it is dotted above. Therefore when they sold Joseph they all collaborated with Shechinah and made her a partner to the oath they swore and until the matter of Joseph was revealed Shechinah did not rest upon Jacob. Now if you say that Shekhinah was not present among them, come and see what is written. These tribes ascend, tribes of Yah, testimony to Israel to praise the name of Yudei Vaveh, Psalms 122.4, all righteous and devout, sustenance of all worlds, sustenance above and below. He opened, saying, I rejoiced when they said to me, Let us go to the house of Yudei Vaveh. This verse has been established. David had set his heart on building the house. As is said, My father David had it in his heart to build a house for the name of Yudei Vaveh. What is written next? Nevertheless, you will not build the house, but your son, who issues from your loins, he will build the house for my name. 1 Kings 8, 17 and 19. All of Israel knew this, and they used to say, When will David die so that his son Solomon will arise and build the house? Then our feet are standing within your gates, O Jerusalem, Psalms 122.2. Then we will go up and bring offerings there. Nevertheless, even though they said, When will this old man die? Right then I rejoiced. I was delighted for the sake of my son, who they said would rise in my place to complete the command of building the house. Then he began praising her, Jerusalem, built as a city that is bound together. We have learned the Blessed Holy One formed Jerusalem below, corresponding to the pattern above. This one arrayed facing the other, as is written, Machon, dais of your throne that you made, O Yudei Vavhei, Exodus 15.17. Built, for the Blessed Holy One will one day cause Jerusalem to descend from above fittingly. Therefore, built, we're looking as again at Psalms 122.2. Uh, that is bound together. This they have already established, Shechubera, that is bound. The verse should read, Shechuberu, that they that are bound. However, mother is bound to daughter, becoming as one. This has been established, as has been said. Their tribes ascend, sustenance of the world, adornment of the world. Do not think just the lower world, but even the higher world, as is written, tribes of Yah, testimony to Israel. Again, that same Psalms quote, To Israel precisely, since they provide sustenance below, they bear testimony above. All this to praise the name of Yudei Vavei, to praise the name of the Blessed Holy One in all directions, as is written, to praise the name of Yudei Vavei. Footnote 217, why et dotted above? Rabbi Shimon's question is actually a double question. First, what is the significance of the word et? Second, why are both its letters dotted according to the Masoretic text? As for the first query, et is technically an accusative particle with no ascertainable independent sense, yet already in rabbinic times, Nachum of Kimzu and his disciple Rabbi Akiva taught that the presence of et in a biblical verse amplifies the apparent meaning. Here, as often in the Zohar, the amplification of et connotes Shechina, who comprises the entire alphabet of, the speech, of speech from Aleph to Taf. 
The second half of Rabbi Shimon's question pertains to the Masoretic tradition of dotting certain letters in the Torah, a calligraphic phenomenon that invites midrashic treatment. Here, the rabbi explains that the dots over the word et highlight and reinforce the Kabbalistic amplification of that same word, namely Shekhinah. Footnote 218, she dwelled among them because they were ten. According to rabbinic tradition, Shekhinah dwells among any group of ten who are engaged in study or prayer. Here, she accompanies Joseph's ten brothers, who, despite all appearances to the contrary, are considered righteous. On the notion that ten constitute an Eda assembly, see Mishnah Sanhedrin 1.6, Jerusalem Talmud Brachot 7.3, 11c. Footnote 219, collaborated with Shekhinah and made her a partner to the oath. The brothers' apparently wicked deed actually served a divine purpose and therefore had divine sanction, as explained shortly. After selling Joseph into slavery, they included Shekhinah in the oath they swore not to reveal his true fate to their father Jacob. So with so she withdrew her revelatory and prophetic powers from the aging patriarch. Only many years later, when Jacob learned that Joseph was still alive, did he regain her presence and inspiration. Footnote 220, if you say that Shekhinah was not present among them, how could she witness, sanction, or participate in such a cruel deed? Footnote 221, these tribes ascend all righteous and devout. The verse proves that the tribes and the progenitors, Joseph's brothers, were worthy, sustaining both upper and lower worlds. This reasoning is explained more fully below. Sustenance renders Kiyuma, whose semantic range in the Zohar also includes pillar. Footnote 222, David had set his heart on building a house. King David wanted to build a temple for God, but he was told that only his son would fulfill this desire. Footnote 223, right then I rejoiced, David rejoiced for his son. Since David intended to build a temple and prepared for materials for its construction, he initiated the project, which Shlomo then completed. Footnote 224, Jerusalem below, corresponding to the pattern above. On the image of heavenly Jerusalem, see Tanhuma Pekude 1, there is a Jerusalem above aligned and aligned with Jerusalem below. Out of his love for the one below, he fashioned another above. He has sworn that his presence will not enter the heavenly Jerusalem until the earthly Jerusalem is rebuilt. Here, as in rabbinic literature, this notion is linked with the plan words, machon, dais, and mechuvan, corresponding to aligned with, directly opposite. Seen in that light, the verse from Exodus implies that God fashioned an earthly throne perfectly aligned with a throne on high. Mechuvan, that which is aligned with your throne, you made, O Yudhe Vavhe. Footnote 225, built. Heavenly Jerusalem has been built by God in preparation for its eventual descent to earth. 226, that is bound. If the two Jerusalems are bound together, then the verb should be in the plural, that are bound. However, according to Rabbi Shimon, the singular form is correct because it emphasizes the eschatological unity of the divine mother and daughter, Binah and Shekhinah, who are symbolized respectively by the heavenly and earthly Jerusalem. Footnote 227, sustenance of the world. Do not think just the lower world. The twelve tribes of Dorn, Shekhinah, known as lower world, fulfilling her and thereby helping to nourish the world below. They also symbolize or attest to twelve higher aspects of the spheratic realm that enthrone Binah, higher world. The name Yah symbolizes Chochman Binah, whose union engenders the seven lower spherot. Israel signifies Tiferet, whose full name is Tiferet Yisrael, and who constitutes the core of the spherot below Binah. Footnote 228, name of Yudhe Shekhinah conveys divine being. That's it for today's reading. I hope everybody's having a good uh, Rosh Hashanah. Happy New Year. And I'll catch you again tomorrow. Take care.